Warning, the following podcast is for mature audiences only. Listener, discretion is advised. Welcome to Dogfin Radio. What up? <laughs> yeah, what's up? Hey, everybody. Hi there. I just... I'm all out of it today, so... No, so am I. I'm just wondering why you're looking at onesies. I wanted to. I wanted to feel comfortable. Yeah, this had the little flap in the back. I hope so. It won't. Just lights ready to just take it in the head. Yeah, but that one was like a like a little cow. Cause, so that was like have the udders on the front and everything, and then. Why would anyone with udders on the front? I don't know. Do so you have more tits to play with? I don't know. Is that a fat joke? Fuck you. <laughs> God. Because your chubby bastard had too many udders to play with. <laughs> what a dick. Yep. Why the fuck does OK Cupid keep like? Hey, here's a couple of dudes. Since you've been saying no to a lot of girls, are you because dudes? it's making the assumption that you like the cock. Do you, do you want some dudes? I mean, um, this kind of cute. But or whatever, ma- or maybe he refers to. Like, maybe it's actually a woman in transition that refers to the penis as a very large clit. I've gotten a few of those. <laughs> like a but like a few like OK Cupid's like. I think you're brave enough. Try it out. <laughs> How are you feeling about See, this? we need to make you a profile just like they did on the IT crowd. Uh-huh. Like, shut up. Go away. Make me a sandwich. These are just some of the words that you'll hear me say straight to your face. I'm going, <laughs> I mean, right now, I base my decisions on how how many pictures they have, what kind of smile they have, and whether or not they uh, they just look like they're approachable. Some of these chicks, even if OKCuba okay, says we're 99% match, I say no because they just look so bitchy. Oh, and anyone who's like, who's got a picture of them climbing, running, jumping, like outside exercising, I say no. You just want a couch potato that doesn't leave the house. I do. Wow. Because you know what? It's a lot easier to catch those <laughs> What? That only works if you're getting kidnapped when you eat, oh, eat cupcakes and everything else. You're harder to kidnap because you're heavy. There you go. See? Like this one? No. Look at that. That's kind of cool, actually. Look. look that's, that's, that's a peacock behind her. That's a peacock. That's an Okinawa. That's, oh, that's, that's paragliding during snow. She's working with dolphins. Nah. Yeah, there you go. Nope. Hey, look, there's an Asian one. One picture. Nope. Wow. I am going to create a profile for you. Okay, look, one picture. I'm going to Photoshop your face onto some other else's body, probably from the IT crowd, so you'll have your black head, but pasty hands. All right, look, listen. Dog, cut out photo of an ex-boyfriend. No, that was a girl. No, look, that's a a guy's hand. I can't see that. That's a guy's hand? It's a small hand. I know it's a guy's hand because those fingers are not manicured. Uh, Wow, this tells me volumes about you right there. What? I... (laughs) Do you not just I, 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 oh, you're stumbling there. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was trying to find my words. The words I was looking for was, hey, I don't just stick my dick in any random hole and make sure like, oh, guess this is okay. Uh, I'm kind of like, I guess like, this, what's this buzzing noise? Uh, it's a beaner. <laughs> yeah. I don't have nothing for that. <laughs> exactly, because you did fucking be you fucked a beehive. You fucked a beehive. Two pictures. There you go. One in the car, one in at a grandma's house, obviously. Fine. And no. No. Why? Because hmm? she likes doing stuff. She likes keeping herself shape in shape. Yes. And you're just like, no. Nope. I want sloth. I do. Why? Because. Why? Their standards are much lower. Wow. Okay, there's volumes right there. <laughs> okay. More volumes. This one's this one's a yeah. What's the what's the screen name? Yeah, that's Laura. What? That's my girlfriend. What? <laughs> she hasn't deactivated her profile like I haven't deactivated mine. That's not cool. <laughs> Seriously? Seriously. You're a messenger, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Just to see what's up. Oh god. <laughs> Never had a wobbly age. What the hell? <laughs> oh. 
Don't Google wobbly age. You're I'm just not. Doing some bad stuff. <laughs> I'm not typing anything here. Are you are you gonna text her and let her know? I'm, yes, actually, I am. Nobody <laughs> wants to know if you want to be into a wobbly age. Okay, Cupid thought that was a good idea. Anyway, I'll get into this. So, I have one, two, <laughs> three. You probably find mine on there. It's still up there. Probably. Let's see what your percentage is against me. Well, there you go. Yeah, just that wonderful thing in case you wanted to be gay for a second. Good look. Hey, these guys are into me. Everyone else heard that, right? Because I'm pretty sure Judge has offered himself up to me. I did not offer myself up to he you. He was like, if you want to be gay for just a second, uh, we'll just see what the percentage is on OK Cupid and take it over. That's the conversation that just happened. Well, that's not how it actually came out of my head. That's how uh, it came out. Well, I, and I was like, no, Randy, edit this. <laughs> Boom! The fastest time yet so far. Awesome. Bada boom. Hey, okay. Can we, I mean, you want to go into work now or no? Yes. <laughs> Fine. Let's go into work. Uh, how's your internet working right now? Uh, I have no internet because you have no internet. Oh, crap. Okay, we'll just talk about these. Then. I saw at least. <laughs> so we're going lo-fi right now. We have microphones. We have a laptop. No internet connection and no way to actually let you listen to the trailers that you can pull on YouTube. Whatever. We'll pull the trailers up on YouTube. I can't. I will speculate wildly until I see the trailers. Oh, wait. Hang on. I think I still have enough juice on this phone to do it. Look at that. Juice on the phone. Why are you going to juice on the phone? Fine. Here, go into gadget porn while I do this. Okay. Gadget porn. Oh, fuck me. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Gadget porn. Oh, dear God. Fine. I'll find another one with a horse cock that just makes me you off. Hey, you know what? I'm going to get you. One thing in gadget porn, I'm going to get you one of those selfie toasters. Selfie? What, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a toast. It's a plate that you go to this company for. You send them the picture. They cut out a big chunk of metal. That goes in your toaster, and it, when the toaster kicks on, it makes a picture on your toast. What the serious? So you have a picture of yourself doing a mad thumbs up, being all crazy, on your toast every day. Ugh. You can eat yourself every day. Why? 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 I don't understand why people do this. Why, why do they do this to and yourself? Wh- and I'm just kind of wondering also, why do I see one of those hoverboards in the corner? What boards? I don't have a douche board in this <laughs> house. You should. If someone brought They're a so douche board to my house. I swear to, I swear to Almighty Jesus in Christ, I will beat them within an inch of their lives. With the with the board. Mm-hmm. Well, why do you stain these boards so much? Well, maybe because they try to kill people. How about that? Well, that's because the people didn't read the warning. It's a life lithium polymer battery. Do you you, you don't leave the thing on the charger overnight. And don't peel perky. Yeah. That's okay. Well, that's a hey, look at the bright side though. Where all where they all exploding up north, where it's cold. Good. The fire will keep them warm. Let them die. And the fumes will lull them to sleep. <laughs> okay. So that's a new. Oh yeah, uh, looks like there's a new type of bandages out now too. What? Mm-hmm. Is this, is this the uh, the tampon thing? No, these are glowing bandages. Okay. Yeah, they glow whenever they need to picks up harmful bacteria in the wound. Cool. Well, yeah. Then they also got the tampon one, which is if someone's got a big GSR out in the field with the military, you shove this thing in the in the hole, hit the button, and it just psh, thousand thousand tampons just get shoved in the hole to mm-hmm. seal it up, keep them from bleeding out. It sounds more interesting when you read about it because they're like all the tampons are radioactive or radiated, so that way on the X-ray they're easy to find, and it it's basically it's going to stop the bleeding almost instantaneously because it's essentially what it is. It's a giant, it's little mini tampons that when you 
shove it right into this GSR, and then it just clogs up the hole, and it, you know, stops the bleeding. Would have worked well for somebody I know. Not personally, but we'll get into that later. Okay. Hey, uh, we're still in the gadget porn? Yeah, yeah, we're still in the gadget porn. All right, keep going. I got, I got stuff. <laughs> yeah, I know you got stuff. Um, looks uh, like uh, since um, the Oculus came out with their developer kits and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, people are selling them on eBay now. No, you can buy them for three fifty from Oculus, or buy them on eBay for twelve hundred. I'm going with Oculus then. Yeah, problem is I don't think Oculus makes any more of the developer kits. Oh, but HTC is making one. Oh, cool! All right, it's gonna be called the Vive VR. It's coming out April 2016. It sounds dirty. I don't know why it sounded dirty to me. And they're making 7,000. VR coming out. Coming out with a huge cock on April 26th. You and cock. Obviously. Yes. That's what OK Cupid said. Yeah. Big black cock. (laughs) Did you mean mean black cock? (laughs) No. They're going to make 7,000 available first for developers. What? Mm Mm-hmm. So, something like that, I might actually spend the money, my hard-earned monies, on that. Now, just think about it, though. Mm. With all this stuff, everyone's like, ooh, look, it's a little ride. You can go through, walk through a town. You can play video games. On. Yeah, first thing anyone's going to do is make VR porn. Yep. Yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't popped up already. Mm. All you need then is the gloves and the strap-on. Did you see? <laughs> like Facebook has been put... Uh, Pushing these uh, 360 videos. I think you sent me one the other day. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's next. 360 porn videos. Oh, God. And here is the joy of birth. Nope. Oh, there it is right there. <laughs> it was your girlfriend. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> she was not into the wobbly H. <laughs> you know, other things it's called the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> or the Devil's Threesome. It's just a threesome. Ah, no. The devil's threesome. Oh. Two horns. Oh, God. <laughs> the devil's threesome. Anyway. Oh, some more wonderful things. Okay. We got some, she had the bandages and all that stuff and, and the, and the new VR headsets. Right. Here's a fun one. D-Link. The wonderful... I we talking about penises anymore. No, this is what it's called. D-Link. The, the people that make routers. Not as good as Linksys. Right. They're more of like, in my opinion, the company that goes, hey, you, you couldn't afford the Linksys or Netgear, try us. It's like, hey, we work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they pretty much, they came out with a new one. It's got four dual band detachable antennas. Mm-hmm. It has a USB print server built into it. Mm-hmm. It runs on 5 gigahertz at 21... 21- about 2100 megabytes per second or 2.4 gigahertz at 1000 megs a second. And he also uses MooMimo, which is multi user, multi in, multi out. So it just sounds like an orgy right there. It does. Sounds like an orgy of technological oh, yeah. wonders. And they're calling the model number the DIR 8851 L R. That sounds. Complicated. Yeah, I know. That's or, just how D Link does things. Oh, D Link. Why why are you such a D Link? Yeah, exactly. You know how much this little fucker costs? <clears throat> how does it go? Take a guess. Five hundred dollars. Less. Less than five hundred dollars? Less than five hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. No. Less. Three hundred dollars. You're really close. Two hundred dollars. Mm, no, you, you just jump down another hundred. No. One hundred dollars. No, no, stop. Stop guessing. $50. Stop guessing. Two seventy nine ninety nine, two dollars. But yeah, that's fine. I'm off. Of, I'm off of OK Cupid now. I'm on mm. Tinder, and it's, Tinder's the worst. If anyone, if anyone's ever been on Tinder, it is the worst. Well, yeah, it's always good with Tinder. It's always that wonderful site where you can go and find that, you know, the Dairy Queen night shift manager to take home. That'd be nice with that, except for that. Nope. Not seen any Dairy Queen night managers. Just, just a bunch of single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Anyway, anything else in the gadget section? Oh, got one more thing. Alrighty. The Amazon Echo. 
I don't know what that is. You know, it's one of the little commercials you see on TV. Like, here, it's like, hey, Alexia, what's the weather like? And she'll start spouting stuff off. Essentially, it's a fancy p- digital assistant. I thought you were about to say dildo. But <laughs> no, it's in the shape of one. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, pretty much with the actual thing, the, ec- the echo device. Mm-hmm. It's the ears and mouth of an elaborate cloud-based speech recognition software system. You know, kind of like Siri or Google Now. Hmm. But it's trapped in a Pringle can-sized black cylinder <laughs> with a blue light. <laughs> Anything is poured if you're brave enough. <laughs> Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. <laughs> Brought to you by Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Even cactus. Cactus. But yeah, pretty much this has a little, has a, um, there's an app that comes with from Amazon when you get it where you can, you know, tweak certain things. You can actually change the, tweak the voice on it a little more, but all in all, it's a fancy PDA. Might as well, if you have an iPhone, use Siri. If you got a normal phone, you know, like an Android, mm-hmm. use Google now. Yeah, might as well. You're, you're paying for the service, so you're paying your cell phone bill, might as well use it. Exactly. Why the fuck? Stupid. Why, why do I mean? I guess it's for people who just don't have a personal assistant and don't have the goddamn common courtesy to just write shit down. It's like, um, can you tell me what the weather is outside? Uh, Pringles can thing, and it'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah, but no, should we do? No. It would be nice with that though. Mm. Just get one, hack it, change the voice modulation on it, and have it be Gordon Ramsay. It would be funny if it was a, like, no, no, no. Oh, there you go. Make it a dialect. Destroy, destroy. Dialect, what is the weather outside? Exterminate. <laughs> We're going to find an exterminator. Yeah. <laughs> Why won't you have sex with me? Dialect. Does not compute. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Yes, it is. That's all I got for gadget porn. And as you sexed on the phone right there. Mm-hmm. Why is that guy? Hmm? You gotta really be careful of those ladyboys you find on there. Oh, well, whatever. As long as he's the big spoon. Oh, God. What? <laughs> so, it's like wearing a jetpack. <laughs> Sometimes there's a throttle. <laughs> I just pictured you and Grace Jones. <laughs> All right. Let's take a look at this. So, <coughs> brand new trailer came out. Independence Day Re- you Resurgence. Can't even, you can't even say the name. I don't know. Independence Day 2. Resurgence. There you go. Uh, what, so, how is this like supposed to happen? Like, the aliens came back after they killed them all? Well, let's find out. Well, let's find out indeed. I don't know. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You and...
definitely bigger than the last one. Do you think look do you think they're trying to kick a dead horse? Oh, did you not see the horse? That's a big ass horse. Mm-hmm. And that's a dead big ass horse. Yeah. This is what I like best is the fact that it's like they told they went to Will Smith first and they're like, So we're gonna make an independence day too and he's like, No. <laughs> but Jeff Goldblum's like Yes. Jeff Goldblum's like, it got him out of the cardboard box he's sleeping in. And he's just like, hey, get up. We're making a movie. Oh, 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 oh okay. <laughs> uh, fucking, fucking uh, what's his name? Paul and, Paul and West Anderson's coming by to later on to put me in something else. But No, I think what happened, not the cardboard box, but he went back to the days when he was on Buckaroo Banzai. No, because now he's like, he's, what, that's that guy's name, right? Wes Paul Anderson? I don't know. I was talking about Jeff Goldblum. I was talking about Jeff Goldblum, and he's Wes Paul Anderson's bitch now. Because everyone, all these actors have to have like a Tim Burton to fall back on. They have to have somebody who always calls them first. And it's like. Yes. Uh, Paul Wes Anderson. Okay. A man with three three names. Fuck him. Like anyway. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. He brought you cats. Anyway. So, same same speech. From, exactly the same speech from their first Independence Day movie. And, and then um, we have pretty much the entire cast from their previous Independence Day movie. And... Except for Will Smith, J. Uh, Will Smith and Vivica A. Fox. Yeah. So all the black people left. <laughs> we added a couple more white people. Chris Hemsworth and some white chick. I saw her. I didn't see what. I don't remember her face. And, it's like, and all the jokes are pretty much the same. The technology is a little bit more better. You know, a little bit more advanced. Is it still hmm. Jeffrey? I mean, is it still Brockheimer? And it's still. I have no idea. Um, what, you know. The internet's down. I can't ask Doctor Google. I know. So, but no, this is not going to be good. More for the reason it's like. I don't think this movie is going to be. This movie was is not made at the appropriate time for something like this. I don't think so. I don't think it's going to be met with the same kind of audience that. Looking for uh, a worldwide unity. Yeah. Because we are so... Wanting to obliterate each other off the face of the planet. That too. And and America is going through a deep, deep case of xenophobia right now. So it's like... Well, everything offends everybody now. That's true. Like, mm, words hurt. It's not even that. It's just like... Not even words. It's just people. You know, if you're not... If you're not an... If you're not a wasp or a redneck, you've got to walk the line. I don't. I'm half. <laughs> you still, you still got to walk the line somewhere. No, it? I just go like, yeah, fuck you. And they do anything, I shoot them. So there we go. Okay. That's If that ain't those cases, xenophobia. <laughs> no, these are white people. <laughs> I guess that's the half that's talking right now. Another trailer that came out recently, X-Men Apocalypse. Ooh, yeah. Olivia Munn is Psylocke. All right, let's take a let's take a game at this one. X Men Apocalypse, and I saw the end of the world. I could feel all this death. Jean, it was just a dream. You wander through the willows In the forest you were found I've been called many things over many lifetimes Trying to hide Ra, Krishna, Yahweh Ever since the world found out about mutants There have been secret societies Who see them as some kind of second coming or sign of God 
they believe that tens of thousands of years ago, an ancient being was born the world's first mutant. You are all my children, and you're lost because you follow blind leaders. But I am here now. I'm here for you. Wherever this being was, he always had four followers he would imbue with power. Like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. He got that one from the Bible. Or the Bible got it from him. What is it? Oh, God. He can control all of us. The world needs the X-Men. That's why I'm here, to fight. Not all of us can control our powers. Then don't. This is war. Everything they've built will fall. And from the ashes of their world, we'll build a better one. I've never felt power like this before. X-Men Apocalypse. Thoughts? Not bad. Just, I've never been a real big fan of the X-Men movies. Mm-hmm. So, I try to avoid them sometimes. Well, I mean, the original X-Men, the 1, 2, and 3. They were, X-Men was good. The X-Men 2 was okay. X-Men 3 kind of sucked. And then... <clears throat> Wolverine, X-Men Oranges was terrible. And then we get to first class. Yeah. And that's when it, you know, started kicking back into, you know, it started being good again. Yeah. And then you get first class, then you get Days of Futures Past. <coughs> and now we're in the third part of that with X-Men Apocalypse, where we actually get to see, you know, the first class crew with uh, James McAvoy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence and Nicholas Holt, and they're being joined up with uh, Sophie Turner and Olivia Munn, and uh, it looks like I saw Hugh Jackman in there. Well, I know he's gonna like they're gonna do the same kind of cameo thing like they did last time, right? But yeah, that's about it. But Days of Future's Past had him like up and down that whole movie, so yeah, and I mean. I'm just not excited about trailers anymore. It's like it just nothing about this like makes me gonna go go see it. Like oh, it's gonna be the best ever thing, brr, brr. or it's but it's still the same basic story. It's just like purple dude is trying to destroy the world. It's always a purple it. dude, huh? It's always a purple dude. Always a purple dude. Purple dude trying to restart, destroy the world, to remake it in his own image, and then has to be stopped by our. Team of Heroes. Yeah. I, you know, what would be surprising is you get to the end of the movie and he wins. Isn't that usually how it goes? No, usually he loses. The Purple Dude loses because of some kind of, like, uh, hubris on his part where he doesn't, like, ah, keep your powers. You're, you're nothing to me but more weaknings. and Or he'll be distracted by something and then he'll mm. get blasted away. or Like in Guardians of the Galaxy. Where yeah. It's like, what are you doing? I'm having a dance off. Yes. I'm distracting you, little turd blossom. Yeah, and I'm like, that's. I guess that's how you win. Or, you know, oh, or Ivan Ooze and Power Rangers, where it's oh like, oh god, <laughs> where it's like, I thought we killed them. No, we just took away their powers. We didn't literally like shoot these people in the face because we could do that. But since it's a kids' movie, whatever. Then they went off and got new powers. Because mm-hmm. that's what you do in the Power Rangers universe. If you lose your powers. You, you go, have to go you, see a Jedi or a monk or some kind of the, wizard. You go to TV. another planet. You get new powers, or, and then the new new Zord, new Zords yeah. come out, or, yeah, which are release showcase the new toys, and then or you got to go to the moon, <laughs> the moon, <laughs> the moon that has the same gravity as Earth, and you can breathe on it. Oh god! But I missed that one. Did you, that's every every Power Rangers episode of that like takes place on the moon. Always has like them like everything's all dark. And yeah, like, but I quit watching Power Rangers after Zio came out. 
But you okay? So you didn't see the tenth anniversary special? No, I've already met all of the all the people that were the Power Rangers. They're still alive, right. minus the original Pink Ranger. Right. And it is pretty sad to He's see how. For you. It's pretty sad to see some of these these people. Amy Jo Johnson. He's coming for you. Yeah, that's the last signature I need. I'll just pop out of the woodwork nowhere. Like, ah! Like a little fucking ninja. <laughs> Room service. Mint on pillow? You want a mint on pillow? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to disturb you. I just had a question. Can you sign this? Does this Rex want to call for me? <laughs> <laughs> what, bro? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've seen uh, the original Black Ranger, the original Red One, and the original Green Ranger. So the tenth. How the mighty have fallen. The tenth anniversary <laughs> special is just literally all the Red Rangers on the moon fighting. Yeah, all the Red Rangers from the past ten years. Oh my God! You got horrible Austin St. John out there. Yeah. Oh, so remember when I saw him at a convention last? I could barely keep the liquor in him. That was awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> vomiting at will. I really, I'm more for ten. Almost yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, now he's better to see him at the hotel bar, surrounded by all these women, like, really? Like, you get near him, like, whoa, I smell booze and vomit. How are you girls near this? <laughs> we don't care. We want to be real by the original Red Ranger. And like, Wait, and, take and, like, and like, a lot of these girls were like, like hard eights and nines, like, really? You're, you're good. Just because they all he, grew he, up watching him, and like that was their first sexual awakening. I know, but still, it's this whole thing. It's like he smells like he reeked bad of vomit and booze. Then they could cross it off their bucket list. Oh Had god, sex with Red Ranger while while he induced cross. vomiting. Oh, well, that's a subtitle. They just <laughs> induced vomiting. He vomited all over me. I got the Red Ranger's vomit powers. That's right. I'll never wash my chest again. <laughs> he splattered me all over my face, neck, and chest. But it was vomit. <laughs> I don't remember him eating carrots. Oh no, that's not vomit. <laughs> oh god. Ah, uh, but yeah. It's pooping time. It's pooping time. <laughs> anyway, let me cut through these real fast. I do have to say one thing though. Hmm. We are both completely exhausted from this entire week. It sounds <laughs> like it, right? Just like we're just like fighting to get through this episode so bad. Gonna make it through. Just gonna make it through. Throw it out there. We don't care. Shovelware. They'll eat it. <laughs> I got it, bro. I'm almost there, bro. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Sorry about the last episode, folks. <laughs> it'll be on there. If it's not up there already, it should be up there soon. And if it's not, it'll be added to this one. So. Okay. So there we go. I'll just have one hellacious episode. This. We'll. we'll I'll do a double episode. Okay. Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. Mmm. <laughs> double your power. Mm. Morphin time. <laughs> Anyway, Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> By the way, did we talk about dashboards as a fire hazard? Oh, um, actually, kind of touched on it in gadget porn. Okay, but yeah, dashboards are a fire hazard, guys. <laughs> they're um, what the douche, what the boards do? They wait no till you're, wait till you're asleep when it's charging, and then they decide to go have like a Tourette's moment and explode. No mo, no joke. There's already been at least three recorded instances where these things have already caught on fire. One burned down a house, one caught fire in a mall, and the other one burned down in the middle of the street. For me, I was gonna, I was waiting on you to say, like, trailer. No. I told you, doucheboards, they're not that broke. You don't have to be that broke to have a trailer. I'm just saying it'd be more comical if it was a trailer. Hey, Mo, get on the, <laughs> get on the hood board. We'll go down the store and get myself a can of milk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fire, man. And all of this brought to you by J.J. Abrams Lens Flare Lens <laughs> Anyway, apparently according to John These douche boards have a time That they're supposed to be on the charger And if they exceed that time They will cause the battery to expand And then explode Yeah, they, well the batteries are Normal batteries are lithium ion Which those are generally the safest batteries Ever made but it's just if you want the same power curve where it just goes um, nice straight and then it right away reaches the end of its life, it just drops off. 
you go with lithium polymer. But leave it on the charger too long, the battery doesn't stop charging. It just keeps going and building up and building up. It's like a capacitor, it's just ready to explode. So, for anyone who are in our audience who has a douche board, please go ahead and leave it on the charger. You just want them to blow up, don't you? I do. You know, the only time it happens at night. So don't fall asleep, people. That's it. And that's when it strikes. Right when you fall asleep. Your douchebord is conspiring with your demons at night. That's and your cat. And your cat. All right. Let's see. I had Fantastical Beasts and Where to Find Them came out with a teaser trailer. It said that they're going to release their trailer on the 15th of December. As of right now, that trailer has not been released. Well, it's got another... Well, by the time this comes out, it would have been out already. Probably. So you'll probably see it on our Twitter site or you know Twitter feed by then. Yeah. Kevin Smith pitches the next solo Batman film. Yes. Okay. Now, it's just a pitch. He's not talking about directing because he said many times before he does not he does not want to direct a superhero movie. Oh. No, he would not. And kind of sort of probably agree with him. Not a good idea for him to direct a superhero movie. Well, if the superheroes were two clerks... In a grocery store. That's true. If it was a superhero movie where everyone was sat around talking the whole time, that's then that's definitely his motif. Oh yeah. But no. <laughs> most most superhero movies have a, an element of action and story and visual effects. Story he can do. Well they had that in Clerks too. Visual effects? Yes. The Donkey Show. <laughs> oh, is that cake? Gotta finish. <laughs> yeah. Oh crap! The cops are here. Not again. Gotta finish. And it's still a static shot <laughs> of a man fucking a donkey. So visual effects. No. This is the guy who's barely done a chase scene in a movie ever. <laughs> what better way for him to learn? Anyway, his pitch was for the story was to do the storyline of Hush, which I think is an awesome idea. Okay. okay. So, let me take you in the way back and I'll bring it on and down. <laughs> Hush is a villain of uh-huh. Batman's who kind of looks like the mummy, like a, like an invisible man and wears his jade brace, uh, jade pennant. Turns out that Hush ends up in Hush ends up being Tommy Elliot, Bruce Wayne's best friend when he grew up. Yeah. Tommy is the like anti-Bruce Wayne where Tommy hates his parents. Hated his parents. Hated his father. Hated his mother. Tried to kill them when he was like nine. Okay, so he's like the Stewie Griffin. Right. Problem is, his mom survived. She was the worst one. She survived all the way until past, well, okay, so they her his mom was still alive when Bruce's parents were killed. Okay, and why was he trying to kill the his parents off? Because he hated them. That was the only reason why. He hated them and he wanted the inheritance. That's it. Oh, so real he grew fun. up as a doctor and a surgeon. And his mom cut him off because he fell in love with some kind of Italian chick. And then he killed her. Oh. Like, he had his Italian chick who had connection to the mob murder his mom. Okay, so a good old Italian hit. Right. So, but he's, not only that, he's been obsessed with Bruce Wayne's perfect life. In his mind, it's been a perfect life. His parents were... His parents were always loving to him and doting on him, and then they die, and now he has a butler that does whatever he wants. Yeah. You know, Bruce has never seen it that way. It's never, he's said it many times, I would never wish this life on anybody. But Tommy Ellis didn't see it that way. He hates Bruce for having a perfect life of no parents. So, in essence, he figures out that Bruce Wayne is Batman somehow, and then starts his elaborate plan to destroy him by bringing up the death of Jason Todd and making him think that he is Jason Todd. Oh, damn. And he he hires Killer Croc to set him up to be swindled by Catwoman, who is then being controlled by Poison Ivy, who then controls Superman to try and kill Batman. Damn. Using all the information he stole from the Riddler... And it's like, the, the idea was that, you know, this, this would be a character we could use to push our DC universe on a cinematic level to, into hyperdrive. 
Because yeah. Hush uses everybody to try and kill Batman. He uses he uses the Joker, he uses Harley Quinn, he uses Riddler, Poison Ivy, Heart, you know, Catwoman, Bruce, Tim, or not Bruce, Dick, Tim, Damien's not there in the picture just yet. Um, but like, and Jason. And it ends up being just like a huge, just a slugfest at the very end between him and... He actually saves Bruce's life. Really? Because, uh, yeah, he fell. It's like he shoots a grappling hook to try to get away, and then Hush cuts it, and then he falls like 100 feet, lands on, lands, and like breaks. He's got internal bleeding in his skull and shit like that. And he needs a really good surgeon, so they call Tommy Elliott. Tommy Elliott stitches him up, and he's good to go. Oh, then he kidnaps Catwoman, steals her heart, keeps her alive. But then says that the only way you're going to get Catwoman's heart is if you face me. So, yeah. So, Batman calls Dr. Midnight and Dr. Oh, Dr. Midnight and Mr. Mr. Terrific to try and find a way to save Catwoman. Or at least extend her life long enough to get more time. More characters we have not yet seen. Even, well, except for Mr. Terrific in the, um, you know, in the Arrow universe over there in CW. Yeah. So, he's right. I mean, if we were to use Hush as our point where we introduce... Everybody, and just don't even talk about backstory or whatever. Just like we use them for what we need them for, and then we leave them. And it's like, if anyone has any questions, refer to the resource material. We're moving on. Yeah. Well, it'll be probably like the first Batman, where it's like, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? That's fucking dumb. Fucking dumb. So, anyway, I think that's a good segue into my Randy Remembers, and we'll get out of here. Oh, God. He's going to take the way back pills, remember? No. Geritol. Mm, I, I was trying to catch up with all my shows, and I'm still falling behind. Apparently, Supergirl had a big reveal that the internet was gladly happy to spoil for me 18 times in a day. But whatever, I'll get to there. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like uh, I'm trying to stay off of a lot of social things because I'm starting to see things pop up about Star Wars. Yeah, the me. Oh, yes. Um, Whole of, bunch of don't don't you spoil it for our or our listeners either. I'm trying to give a warning. As of Wednesday, December sixteenth, that is when the media blackout for Star Wars ends. Wednesday at midnight. Ooh. So on Thursday morning, everything's gonna be bombarded with everything. You are going to see up the ass of spoilers. So. Uh, <sighs> So just by Tuesday, start cutting yourself off of the in social medias, and make your well, way through Friday. <laughs> well, the thing is, like with that, whenever because that following Tuesday, I was going to go over to Star Cinema. Right. Cheap ticket Tuesday. Well, I already bought my ticket for Thursday. So. Well, I know you did. I didn't get it in time, so fuck you. See <laughs> Star Wars, definitely going to be next week's. Okay. So you're gonna have a date for it. You can eat a big fat flop. <laughs> There's still time, Randy. There's still only four days left. I'm sure I'll find somebody. I'm sure I'll find somebody on the line if I don't have anybody. On the line? On the line. Does it be online? No, I'm going to do it on the line at Star Wars. It'll be like, all right, who's the sluttiest looking cosplayer here? And you. Well, which which theater are where's you going your ugly to? friend? <laughs> Where's your, where's the th- which theater are you going I'm to? I'm not telling you because they won't you fucking ruin it. I'm not going to do anything. Edwards. I, okay. I was going to say, why don't you just do like uh, Alamo Draft House or something like that? Because I bought this ticket three months ago. Okay. <laughs> well, not, well, the thing is like all like Edwards, Cinemark, AMC, they're not going to be allowing a lot of people to dress up. They'll figure it. Can't wear the mask. Can't have a lightsaber. Can't have like, a gun. Who's wearing the tightest Star Wars t-shirt? Yeah, pretty much. That's what it's going to come down to. Boom. But if you're at Alamo Draft House... That's where everybody, like, we're going Comic Con rules. You're cutting into my random remember stuff. There you go. Sorry. Fine. I don't care. It's fine. It's okay. I'm sorry. But yeah, Star Wars. They stroke your ear. Force Awakens. It's happening. It's happening. That's what's up. Force is going to awaken. All of your face, neck, and chest. 
right. And that's not vomit. Recently, <laughs> I got, like I said, I was catching up with my shows. So Flash and Arrow, I went through two episodes apiece on each. So I'm going to do two episodes apiece on each. Eight. Flash eight. Arrow eight. Flash nine. Arrow nine. Eight and nine, of, respectively. So dun, dun, dun. Flash and Arrow, episode eight, is the crossover episode we will get each year. And this year, we focused on the Hawks. Ooh. Yes. Tell us more. So it starts off with Cisco's. We start in Flash, right? And we get uh, right off the bat. I just want to say, episode eight of Flash and Arrow have to be the fastest episodes I've ever seen. Here's here's how the episode felt. Hey, you're really cool. You're really cute. What? What? I got a super strange power about the. What? 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 Who's this dude who showed up? Oh my God! What is he? No! Oh! What? What? We gotta take care of this. Nope. We don't have any more time because we're already at the end of the episode. But wait, let's go into Arrow. Now we can take care of this. Oh, there's still a dude here. Oh, what's going on? Maybe if you develop your powers. No, that's not going to work. Oh, crap. And then, okay, well, that's fine. Let's try it again. No. Okay, end of the episode. It worked out fine. That was like a weary, very super-powered episode it of was. the Fairly Odd Parents. Nine superheroes <laughs> showed up to fight Vandal Savage. Oh, nice. Vandal Savage was in the Arrow get, Flash crossover. Who they get as, as Vandal Savage? I don't know. I've never seen him before. He is a good actor, though. He was kind of... It was good. I liked him. The Vandal Savage, he wasn't... I expected him to be like us, no. like broad and stocky. But, you know, he's kind of... He's kind of... He's not lean, but he's he's built. And well, apparently... Yeah, he's been living around for years. But, yeah, but he's supposed to be like a caveman kind of yeah. mentality. But apparently... And this one, he's just like an Egyptian lord. Okay. Egyptian priest. And apparently also, he's faster than the Flash. Huh? In the Arrow universe, Vandal Savage is faster than... uh, Either he has the ability to make it seem he's faster than the Flash, because he was throwing knives that Barry was barely catching. Well, that I can see. Barely catching. (laughs) This is the guy who caught bullets. Yeah. And he can barely catch these knives. But anyway... So it starts off with people being murdered by a knife that's way older than it should be. And then it cuts to Cisco telling everyone about his new girlfriend who is now being hunted by this dude who's throwing knives at supersonic speeds. Damn. And like, who the hell is this guy? Why is he throwing these knives? I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do. And they, I don't know how they made the leap from non-metahuman to just I think we're dealing with something bigger than this. We need to go talk to somebody who knows more things. And I'm like, what do you mean? I think I should go talk to Oliver because he's kind of in the mysticism right now. So Flash jumps over to Star City, grabs Team Arrow, comes in and and says, hey, we got this dude showing up and he's he's kind of a big bad. I'm like, oh, well, maybe you should ask more questions before you put us all in danger, Barry. Sorry, I I thought you were going to help me. Fine, I'll help you, Barry. (laughs) So, family members. Right. So then Vandal Savage shows up and he's like, I can all I will always find the girl. There's nothing you can keep from me. I love this woman. Her life is connected to my life. Every time I kill her, I grow stronger. So the story goes off. Oh, and then uh, Connor Hawk shows up. Um uh, The Hawks, whenever they die, because they're they die and they get reincarnated in the next life. And they have to find each other and then try to protect each other from Vandal Savage. Because every time Vandal Savage kills them, he gains their life force and lives that much longer. Okay, so Vandal, so Vandal Savage kills the, the Hawkman, Hawk, Hawk Girl. Right. And he lives longer. Right. Okay. That goes completely off of the reservation from what the Vandal Savage is in the comics. It's still set off by a meteor storm. Yeah. The meteor storm is what triggered this kind of link. Okay. They make a joke. It's like, how many times have you won? Well, this would be our 207th time that we've been reincarnated. Mm. I'm sorry. 207 times to zero? And then you think you're going to be able to take him? So they find out at the end of the episode that his name is Vandal Savage. He's been around for thousands of years. They learn this information from Malcolm Merlin, who is Ra's al Ghul. Mm. And it's like, you need to be careful, Oliver. This is, you know, there are not many things in this world that terrify me, and this man is one of them. 
And it's like, making a deal would be the only way to get out of this. And, okay, well, we're not listening to you because you're a bad guy, blah, 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 blah. Is it that? An immortal, scared of an immortal. Okay, so, yeah. So, they're all in Star City. Then they realize that, you know, Vandal Savage is going to find them. So, but there's a piece of, there's a trinket they need to try and stop Vandal Savage. And it's the Staff of Ra, which is located back in Central City. So, that's the end of the episode, and that's Flash, which they spent most of the episode in Star City. Then they move over to Central City in Arrow. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so now we're going to have a conversation where we're going to try and get this hot girl to remember who she is and gain her wings and get her superpowers. We're going to get the Staff of Raw, and we're going to try and find a way to stop Vandal Savage. Okay, so Connor and Shaira... Will, they're training each other to try to learn how to uh, bring out her inner her inner priestess warrior. And he's like, you need to focus on the warrior. You need to be big and strong and aggressive, and that's how you get your power. You know. And it's like, okay, that works for Connor, because he's all about punch first, ask questions later. Yeah. And so she's kind of like, okay, I guess that would work. They find out that Vandal already has a staff. And it sends out a huge, massive energy blast, and it rips, you know, everything apart, and that sucks. So, they make a deal. It's like, we'll, we'll give up the Hawks if you let other cities live. So, they tell the Hawks, no, we're not doing the real deal. What we're doing is just, it's going to be us four against Vandal Savage, and we're going to try and stop them. We're going to try and... They tech up some kind of gauntlets to grab onto the, the staff and blast it back at Vandal, and he'll evaporate with the staff, and then that'll be the end of him. Yeah. So, so he has the team arrow with him, you know, Diggle, the Canary, the Speedy, and I think even fucking, I think the Adam showed up too. Okay. And it's like, we could all help, and it's like, no, no, no. There's enough people on this thing. Oh, and there's also another subplot about while they're in Central City, Oliver runs into his ex-girlfriend who was raising his 10-year-old son. Wow. Yeah. Eh, it's kind of fun to talk about. Like, hey. Especially you when you have your fiance, which you hadn't told. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, not his fiance, but his super, super serious girlfriend. Uh, so, Canary? No. Uh, Felicity. Oh, okay. We'll get to that later. I might only get through episode eight today. <laughs> so, um, so he has a he has a big row. He says that he's never gonna tell. He's gonna keep Connor, his son, a secret. And I guess it's or John or whatever his name is. And he's not gonna tell his girlfriend. But then he has Barry run a DNA test to make sure it's his. And then Felicity finds out about the DNA test. Oh, okay. She's like, I've seen your DNA enough times to know that this is a paternity test for you and some kid. Do you have a son? And it's like, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to know for sure. And it's like, you didn't trust me. Blah, blah, blah. And then they have a fight and then they break up. And it's like, well, that sucks. Now we have to go fight this super villain. So um, you want to go suit up? <laughs> <laughs> okay, guess I'll go suit up now. So they go suit up. And, you know, Green Arrow's not in his right mind. He's all thinking about his breakup with Felicity. And they... They have the big fight, and Shire's trying to get all Hulk man, and it's not working, and she gets punched out and then stabbed, and then that's her life force being drained out, and then Hawkman freaks out, no, not again, stab on him. He gets his life force drained out. And then they, Vandal Savage, they grab the staff, and it's like they shoot it at him, and it blasts his energy beam, and it's not working because he's blocking it with his hand like fucking Darth Vader and shit. Mm-hmm. And the gloves aren't working. They're shorting out. And it's like, you got to go, Barry. You got to run. It's not going to work. And then the gloves explode. And Oliver gets blasted in this huge, massive energy explosion. That ends up taking out all of Central City. Mm. The entire city. It's gone. Damn. Now, Flash is fast enough to run away from this blast. And he's running so fast, he ends up going back in time. (laughs) Wow. That's... It's... This is his, I mean, whenever they get to a certain point in the show, it's like, I can time travel if I really need to. (laughs) (laughs) 
So he ends up, and now he's like, that's the half of the episode, and he's back where he started a couple of days ago, and it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> so then Oliver looks at him like, what? We got to talk. Whatever we do to fight Vandal is not going to work. <laughs> what do you uh, mean? It's not going to work. I mean, so many things went wrong, and it's like, you got to tell me what happened. All right, well, you were in your right mind, because apparently you have a kid. <laughs> And uh, all of, uh, Felicity's leaving you. The gloves malfunction. Uh, Vandal Savage apparently all he has to do is stab people. He didn't have to use the staff at all. And uh, Shaira doesn't use her powers correctly because she's a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, God. So, <clears throat> systematically, Oliver uses his information to go and change the whole thing. So, instead of Connor, instead of, you know, Connor Hawk teaching Shaira, Cisco teaches her. It's like, Maybe you shouldn't focus so much on the warrior. Maybe you should focus on the, the priestess. Yeah. You fought, you know, you did this battle for love in the beginning. And then that it triggers a memory in her head where she remembered that in the meteor shower that transferred all their life forces together, that meteor ended up being a piece of their, of the powers. That meteor was made out of nth metal. Hmm. So that's what was the missing component in the gauntlets that caused that would allow them to wield them. Okay, so, makes sense. Yeah. Um, he finds out about his kid, goes to talk with his, his ex girlfriend. Said, "Hey, listen, I know, I know he's mine. I know that you're not gonna want me to be around. That's cool. I'm just gonna walk away." <laughs> And then he doesn't tell Felicity because he doesn't have to need to have the paternity test, so she never finds out. And then he shows up, and okay, now I got Team Arrow, and we're going to go do this thing, right? Yeah, everyone's coming with us this time. What do you mean this time? I mean, everyone get in the van. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> everyone get in the van. We're going to take out Vandal Savage. So this time it's nine superheroes instead of four. Mm-hmm. You know, Shaira whips out the superpowers in the wings and punches the shit out of, you know, Vandal Savage, who's all surprised. They take his knife, which is the key of his powers, and then they start stabbing him. <laughs> and it kind of weakens him. And plus, you have Canaries cry, Diggle shoot him in the face. You got arrows coming from Oliver and Speedy's. Barry's punching everything that moves. And he grabs the staff and he blasts him with the super blast and he's gone into ashes. Vandal Savage defeated. I got balls. Nice. Good job, guys. Let's go go home. High five. Boom. Team Arrow. Team Flash. But so, does Vandal Savage reincarnate like the others? Yeah. Well, so they deal with that like, well, he's going to come back eventually, but not right away. Yeah. So we're, I guess we're just going to be superheroes and go help other people. That's what the Hawks do. They fly off, whatever. And... Barry and Flash is like, do you want to talk about your kid? I'm like, no, we're going to... It's going to keep this between you and me right now. I'm not going to tell anybody. So they, they separate and do their thing. And then at the very end, you see that pile of ash that was Vandal Savage. And then Michael Merlin shows up and he's like, you will rise again and again and again. And this time, you'll owe me. That's episode eight of Flash and Arrow. I can do episode nine, Flash and Arrow, real fast. They weren't as fun. If you want. Okay. So Flash, episode nine, is another team-up episode, but this time it's the villains. It's a team-up of the Trickster, Weather Wizard, and Captain Cold fighting the Flash on Christmas. <laughs> yes. So it's Christmas, and Iris is being upset because she kept a secret from her dad. Apparently, Iris's mom was pregnant when, before she left and became a crack whore, and she was pregnant with her a son named Wally. Joe has a son named Wally West, and then he has a big emotional this or that about you know how did this kid grow up with a father and Barry's like listen you know I'm not your real son but I'm just as good as and you would have been a great dad if he had been here so blah, 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 blah. but anyway I gotta go take care of these bad guys so Weather Wizard takes breaks out the trickster Captain Cole from prison and says with you guys with your brains and your insanity we can kill the Flash Okay, cool. So, on Team Flash, they were like, what we need to do is create, like, this wand that, you know, and Barry finishes the sentence that sucks up all the ions in the atmosphere and then dissipates, was it with his powers? 
It's like, yeah, how did you know? I was going to say that. So I went back in time once because <laughs> I fought the weather wizard before. He created a giant tsunami and flooded Central City. Well, how come we're not all dead? Because I went back in time and I stopped him before I even got out of bed. So whatever you're going to do, just do it because it's going to work. <laughs> oh. So they... So Again, flash, with the time machine... Yeah, it's like this, whatever. Whatever problem we have, as long as Barry can get away fast enough, he can run back in time and fix it, whatever. Like, oh, okay, we're, we're all going to die, but... Uh, Barry, run! Run, Barry, run! But, uh, Go back in time like the Enterprise go, did in go Star Trek Four. So, no time travel on this one. But Mark Hamill's the best. Ah. Mark Hamill's the trickster in the Flash series. Oh, God. And still is the Flash trickster so set him up apparently flash can fly <laughs> yeah because flash's girlfriend gets sent to this warehouse he's got a hot cop lady girlfriend trickster's like let's not let's not bring out our other you know holiday friends i made these dreidels oh my god dreidel 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 i made you out of c4 <laughs> <laughs> and they're spitting and they're getting close to patty and he runs in and is like oh there's no place to run away. So he starts spinning his arms around and he like creates like updraft and he mm-hmm. like flies away. And, anyway. So Patty, his girlfriend, wants to kill the weather wizard because he killed his father. Because he killed her father. So it ends up being a standoff where it's like, weather wizard says, you can surrender yourself to me, Flash. Or the trickster's going to set off all the bombs he gave all these children in the past 24 hours. Oh, God. Hundreds of different bombs. All wrapped his presents and left under the tree. Oh, that's just soup and. Well, it's like I said, Captain Cold, right? So Captain Cold shows up, and it's like, yeah, I'm not going to be a part of this plan. <laughs> he goes and tells Barry, Barry Allen, because he knows who the Flash really is. Mm-hmm. It's like, so they're gonna. I'm not telling you their plan, but I'm telling you I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm sitting this one out because I think I owe you. And then, well, he walks away. Because previous episode, he saved Captain Cold's sister. Okay. Yeah. From their dad, and, and it was a weird mess. Anyway. So it ends up being the Weather Wizard and Trickster versus the Flash. Cisco comes up with a plan with the help of Dr. Harrison Wells from Earth 2 to send one bomb. One bomb into one of the nexus points, one of the portals to Earth 2, and then create a negative, like, Reverse the polarity of the bomb itself to cause a magnetic pull of all the other bombs and have them pull into the... You're about to fall asleep. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Flash wins. <laughs> all right, just like I'm three hours sleep. I'm like, there's no blood left in my body. It's <laughs> caffeine and nicotine. He's just like... I'm, hey, I'm, I'm awake. Just my body isn't. Polarity. All right, last one. I'm almost done. Arrow. I'm trying to stay away. Okay, Arrow. Almost done. So, okay, it starts with a. It starts with the bay that Damien Dark is trying to keep. Damien Dark is our bad guy. He's our mysticism dude. He sends a drone attack to kill Oliver, who's becoming mayor. Say the man behind all the ghosts, the man behind the terrorist attacks, the man who's making our lives miserable hell right now. His name is Damien Dark. He looks like this, um, and he will be brought to justice. Okay, fine. So then Oliver has a party. For his mayoral, you know, his mayoral campaign, and where he has Diggle, Felicity, and Thea, his team Arrow, and Damian Dark shows up, knocks everyone out, like punches out Oliver, and kidnaps Team Arrow. Hmm. So um, Oliver then goes full on rage mode, starts punching every ghost he could find to try and get information about where his, you know, where his family is. Canary's doing the same. It's no good. So what happens is Malcolm Merlin, Ra's al Ghul, pops up out of nowhere, and he has a really funny line. And Oliver's like, what are you doing here? It's like, my daughter was kidnapped. I think the question you should be asking me is, what took me so long? Mm-hmm. He shows up with one of the ghost's cell phones, and they triangulate it to find out where it came from. So they go on a big hunting party, because apparently Damien Dark does not know that Oliver Queen is the arrow. So Malcolm Merlin doesn't want to start a war with the League of Assassins and Hive. So he dresses up as the Arrow. Oliver comes in to surrender himself in exchange for his groupies. Then Damon Dark shows him what he's planning. He's like, oh, I was planning this secret toxin gas chamber here that, in the bay. The bacteria that's being created by all the 
toxins and poisons in the bay that we were trying to clean up. It's actually making this like lethal gas. It's almost invisible to the naked eye, whatever. So he puts his, you know, it's a death trap scenario, basically. Then Canary shows up, does a Canary cry, breaks the glass, saves Thea, Felicity, and Diggle. They all try to escape. Malcolm Merlin blows up Damien Dark. And it seems like the day is saved, everyone's okay. Then Oliver proposes to Felicity. They all, they're driving down you know, the road. And then they get ambushed, boxed in. Big-ass gunfight ensues, and Felicity gets shot. Oh, damn. And then they cut the episode. Okay, I was going to say, does um, the Flash run again? No. He could. He could totally do that. He could totally just walk. It's like, why don't even bother? Don't even bother with the crap. Call Barry, just have him run back in time five minutes, and just say, don't go down that street. Mm-hmm. The end. Or he could call Constantine and just bring her back from the dead. Or he could call Malcolm Merlin and have her bring her back from the dead. Yep. Or we could bring in Dr. Fate. <laughs> in the DC Universe, death is kind of something we just have to deal with for like 15 minutes, and then we can bring our loved ones back from the dead. The other thing about it is they keep teasing this fucking Green Lantern guy, and I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But that's what the internet is a buzz about right now is, is Felicity going to die? Yeah. A lot of people say no because they're going to talk about her father the rest of the uh, rest of the season, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying yeah because they hate Felicity and they want her to die. <laughs> she sucks. I think they're going to keep her dead for about 50, for about three episodes and then she's going to come back to life. Okay, so it'll be like a very short version of when Superman came back. That's right. Okay. Healing coma. <laughs> anyway, that was me. All right, I'm good. Let's okay. Go. Let's wrap it up so John can go to sleep. <laughs> this is John. And Randy. This has been Dogfin Radio.